Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just as just a person that's who he is, man. He's a, he's a giver. He's a, a fighter. He's a warrior. Um, he's an encourager. You know I mean, uh, just a whole, just for one thing, like it's his Chase a Millions Foundation. Like, that's just always what he wanted to do. You know I mean, he always wanted to give back. He's always wanted to help. Uh, he's always like looking for the next opportunity to just be a light to someone who's willing, who wants to be in our position. So like, just that's that's just him. You know what I mean? Like, just thinking of it makes me smile because I know once he gets back to himself, like he's he's going to be looking forward to helping out so many others. You, you you lose sleep. You hurt for your brother. Um, a lot of shared grief, but to the question before, getting updates and positive updates eases so much of that, that pain and that tension that you feel. The fact that we just keep hearing good news about DeMar, it, it just keeps pushing us forward. Yeah, and I'd say from a player's view, hearing Mario talk to us, the words of encouragement that he had for us, um, and I had the chance actually to, to talk to him Monday night, and the only thing he said was, my son's going to be all right. What maybe DeMar's mom is going to share with him when he <clears throat> when he wakes up. And um, it's <clears throat> excuse me. It's amazing to to know the impact that this has had on um, so many of so many people and for now DeMar to be awake and <clears throat> his mom to be able to share that with him is it's incredible all right welcome to one bills live here on a Friday a very uplifting Friday as positive news continues uh, to stream in from Cincinnati where we learned earlier today that DeMar Hamlin FaceTime his teammates here in Buffalo from the UC Medical Center in Cincinnati and was uh, speaking briefly, mostly gesturing, uh, had his breathing tube removed overnight. He had been still getting assistance breathing through a ventilator, and that breathing tube came out last night no longer needing assistance, is breathing completely on his own. The players had no idea 
And they come into their morning meeting this morning. And there up on the screen in the front of the room is DeMar uh, gesturing to his teammates and then saying, love you guys, uh, which was audible. Uh, To say that the room roared would be an understatement. Uh, They went bananas after seeing that. And um, just more good news coming from Cincinnati, which is what we were all hoping for through the course of this week. You know, when you still have a ventilator in, Steve, you're not out of the woods. There's always that risk of infection. Um, So seeing that the breathing tube is now out and he's breathing on his own, you almost feel, and we're not medical professionals, but you almost feel like he's out of the woods here in terms of the biggest risks that could impact his health. Yeah, and the fact that he communicated with his family and friends and the team via you know, technology and stuff is awesome. Uh, yeah, it's a, we're everybody here in western New York and in this building, One Bill's Drive, is in a much different place than they were just 48 hours ago. Um, you could tell the difference yesterday when uh, he woke up and the the when the team got news of that, uh, his, his teammates and coaches and everybody were just in such a different place. And of course, today they're even further away from that. Uh, and you know they're starting to think about. We saw we heard the difference yesterday um, for the first time, and, and it's always a thing now. NFL practices they have music going. We didn't hear it until yesterday, and today uh, they had a walk throughout outside our offices, out in the and the thing. We don't we don't really watch it, but. You know, you, you walk through that room going to the coming into here and, you know, they're just in a different place, um, a better place, a, a much better place, uh, much more normal. And and uh, so, yeah, it's it's great to see. It's great to hear about that for DeMar. Um, the news continues to be good. And, you know, the expectations now are, are rising with each passing half day, actually. So right. it's awesome to see and hear. And um, and the league is jumping on board. There's going to be some stuff Chris is going to bring up in a minute yeah. about what the league is going to do this weekend at all the games, all of that stuff. So it's just uh, – it's great to hear. And I'm and I got to tell you, I, I, not that I would expect anything less, but there's so many – this game that, that I played and that they played today – is so big in our country, and, and to, to our detriment at times, no question. It, it puts us all out of proportion and gets us all in a knot over things that, that it, it's a game. But it also, I think, on the positive, <clears throat> for a tragedy like this, there was almost a tragedy, far more tragic than it was, um, the unification that it brought was in and of itself a relief and, and empowering for all of us as well. So... Um, Positives already coming out of this, what could have been a tragedy. Um, now it's so much more than that. And I think uh, it's really, it was really cool to observe now in hindsight, now that things are looking great. Um, it's pretty astounding what has taken place. Astounding. Yeah. Uh, it looks like this just in, NFL owners have approved the resolution modifying this year's playoffs, the possibility of a neutral site AFC championship game and a coin flip to determine where a Ravens Bengals wildcard game would take place. Depend in part on what happens obviously in week 18. We do know going into this vote by NFL owners that the the Bengals were vehemently opposed to the proposal. Even Zach Taylor commented on it to the media. He said, we want rules followed. Go by winning percentage, 
We've been fined several times this year and told we broke the rules. We just want the rules followed now. We have to turn our focus to control what we can control. So the Bengals' ownership supposedly was trying to scrounge up no votes to the proposal put forth by NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, which we'll outline in a second. But essentially, uh, there were practices put in place here under the proposal to try to remove and mitigate some of the inequities caused by the league's decision to declare the Bills-Bengals game this past Monday night a no contest. So we'll get into those in a moment. But before we do that, we wanted to bring you some comments from General Manager Brandon Bean, who spoke to the media this morning. Since DeMar Hamlin was hospitalized Monday night, General Manager Brandon Bean has been in Cincinnati at the hospital at DeMar's bedside with his family. Just got back late last night, addressed the media this morning via Zoom. We wanted to provide some of his comments to you as he kind of described the scene the last few days at the UC Medical Center. Could you explain what the last few days were like for you and, and why you felt it was needed and necessary to stay in Cincinnati with DeMar? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, it's real simple, Maddie. It's um, what would you want someone to do for your son? And I got two boys and, um, you know, Sean wanted to stay as well, in fairness to him. And we were trying to figure it out. But as we're, you know, we're dealing with this in, in minutes, trying to make these, these decisions, we decided it was, you know, we are the leaders and he needs to lead these coaches and this team and help these guys get through back here because we don't know how long this is going to be. And we, we may have a game, which we do to prepare for. And so uh, we divided it up and I said, let me stay here. Let me support here. We'll work this out. And uh, that's why I love Sean. He's, he's, um, you know, we were able to work this through and he did a great job there. And, and, um, but it's, it was, it was a roller coaster, Maddie, you know, and, um, but just, seeing his parents and the strength that they shown through this time and, and different friends and family that showed up. It was, it was great to see and learn more about DeMar. You know, obviously I knew who he was through the draft process and then just getting to know him this last year and a half, but uh, you learn so much more just, and you see why he is who he is by, you know, spending time with Mario and Nina. Um, it's uh, just so impressed with the medical team too. Uh, just these people. Yes. They're medical people, but their bedside manner, their care, you know, hugging us and seeing tears out of their eyes. I mean, uh, there's going to be a huge party when DeMar gets out of there. And uh, uh, that's the only part I'm, I'm sad that I'm, I'm not going to be able to see him walk out of there. But I'm going to be so thrilled when we get him back here. What was it like to be there and see the support roll in from across the nation and across the world and really see that GoFundMe number go up to well over seven million now? And it was, uh, you know, Tabani was keeping up with that and just like, hey, man, he's at three point this. He's at four point when I was just like and, you know, we were laughing with his mom. You know, you try to have some laughable moments in there. And, and we were laughing. She's like, man, he just wanted twenty five hundred dollars for this thing. She's like some of the toys he bought. It was there was always like some disagreements with which child gets this toy. And that, and I was like, you're, you're going to be passing out cars next year, not toys. And uh, so it's. It's going to be exciting to see how excited DeMar is about what he can do, because that's who DeMar is. And uh, he's so selfless. And 
Uh, he's always got a smile. I know Josh mentioned that yesterday. The kid always has a smile on his face. And today in that team meeting, man, it was um, hair on the back of my neck stood up when uh, he said, I love you boys, man. And the, the room went nuts. It was just, uh, it was, uh, it was awesome. That's amazing. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Maddie. Hey, Brandon, John Worrell. Hey, John. I hope you've uh, been getting some sleep. Um, uh, how uplifting was it? I mean, for having been there for, you know, those, those, those two first days and then to know that he was awake and was gripping people's hands um, to know that he had made that step in his recovery for you to be there. How heartwarming was that? And, and, and I guess, emotional. Very emotional. Um, you know, when you, anyone that's had loved ones in, in life-threatening situations, the docs explained it to us. They said, it's going to be two step forward, one step back, you know, so, and they're always giving you best case, worst case. So there's always ups and downs. And, um, you know, that's where we wanted to just try and bond together with the family and, and help each other through it. But uh, it was such positive news, you know, I would say two days ago. And then yesterday, walk in there uh, at seven in the morning and Dr. Knight comes in and is like, you're not going to believe it. Like he's responding to commands. He's given us, you know, he's still intubated, but he's given us, you know, signals with his hands and he's nodding. And, um, you know, I wanted to go back there then. He's like, hey, we got to we, uh, we're going to talk through a few things where we're at. But we got back there around eight to Bonnie and Nate and myself and just able to hug him and the grip strength that he had, um, you know, I told Mario, I said, I'm not a crier, but uh, man, it was uh, it was emotional. And then a lot of a lot of grown men in there crying yesterday. But uh, I'll, it's something I'll never forget. And just one last thing, just um, as difficult and trying and then uplifting this week has been. I know you've probably had to have your GM hat on in dealing with the business of the NFL and 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 this game. And I know a lot of this is about Demar, but just um, I just need to ask: Were you the point person on dealing with Troy and, and and the NFL on on the game being canceled and and just what your thoughts are on just how this whole seating thing is coming out? Yeah, I mean, we we didn't get involved with that part of it. You know, we we basically just uh, John left the game and just said, "Listen, we can't play. Uh, you guys have to decide what it is." They did keep me and Terry in the loop of some of the things that were being discussed, um, but we didn't really weigh into what our thoughts were. Um, you know, for the most part, it was really just these are some of the scenarios and. You know, I know what came out last night, but it still has to be voted on and approved. So we'll see where that goes today. I perfectly understand. I had to ask the question, but all the best to you. And, um, and you know, just the news on tomorrow is so fantastic. Yes, it is. Thank you, John. Hey, Brandon, it's Bobe. Um, You were obviously closer to the situation than most anybody was. You, his family, and some other staff members. I think yesterday, the Zoom call with the doctors was probably when most of the outside worlds finally got peace of mind and knowing that he might be okay. Was there a moment for you where you had that moment of thinking, wow, he might get through this? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, when, when I left the hospital, my days are running together, but, you know, they had to make him flip him over and, you know, into a prone position, um, early around 5.30 or 6 the morning after it happened. So that would have been Tuesday morning. You know, when 
when we left on Tuesday night, you know, they said, listen, um, he's handling this well, but the big thing will be when we flip him back. How does he handle that? And sometimes the way it was explained to me is you flip him for an hour, but they they start to struggle again. And you got to flip them back on the prone. And if you can't get them to be able to lay back on their back, like, like I'm kind of sitting here, then um, there's other procedures that have to be done without getting too deep into the weeds. And so when they said later that day that, Hey, he's handling this great, that is great news. And that tells us that he's out of the woods from, you know, the worst kind of scenario. And, and so you started to feel relief still not there yet. But like I said, from that point on, it just seems like things were trending up. And then yesterday morning you walk in there and he's responding to commands was absolutely not what I thought I was going to hear. And it was just, uh, it was, it was definitely tears of joy. All right. So that's Bill's general manager, Brandon Bean. Some of his comments from his press conference earlier today via zoom with the Western New York media and there was one other comment that Brandon communicated a little bit later on in the press conference. It just ran too long. It's more than the time we currently have on the show today because we've got plenty of other things to get to you. And the one thing that he said is how proud he is of this iteration of the Bills team. He said, I don't know if there will ever be another team that I am more proud of than this one in the way they came together, number one, for their teammate the way the medical staff sprung into action to literally save Demar's life and the way they have the way the team the coaching staff and the organization has handled preparations for a game just 6 days later um he said he doesn't know if he'll ever be more proud of a team than he is of this one so just Hard to uh, argue with that yeah i mean that's they have been uh, stellar in every way and uh you know, still got some football to play. It's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. We we've got playoff scenarios coming down. Uh, Brandon back in town now. Um, yeah, this is uh, it's an, a changing landscape right now, very quickly, and it's going to be an interesting weekend in the NFL. And it's going to be awesome to see the league take part in the in the Demar Hamlin tribute, um, right? His recognition and the fact that he'll probably be able to see it uh, at least on t- on TV, I guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's not leaving the hospital anytime soon, but still, awesome. Uh, we also wanted to pass along to you head coach Sean McDermott. He obviously had an emotional press conference last night, flanked by Josh Allen in the evening yesterday. He came back on with the media today. He usually does on Fridays before games. Obviously, the tone of this press conference, far more uplifting because it happened literally an hour after DeMar Hamlin addressed his team in a team meeting this morning and spoke to them, albeit briefly, now that his breathing tube is out. So here is head coach Sean McDermott providing some context to that scene in the Bills meeting room this morning when DeMar Hamlin surprised his teammates on FaceTime. Share what the emotional joy you must have experienced in hearing from DeMar you know, for the first time you know, over Zoom and how truly remarkable his recovery has been. Yeah, um, probably won't be able to do it justice, honestly, um, with the words. Um, amazing, uh, touching to see DeMar, number one, uh, through my own eyes. Uh, I know that's something I've been 
looking forward to um, kind of needing to see, I guess. Um, I hate to say it that way. It sounds yeah. bad, but um, and to watch the reaction in the room with the players and the, and the, and the staff and the team, um, they didn't know that we were going to do that. And, um, you know, wanted to make sure that that was actually going to be able to happen with DeMar's medical schedule there. And, um, to be able to, when I said that we had a treat in store, um, it was just, uh, you could see the look on their eye in anticipation of what was probably coming and, and then, uh, to get the zoom. And when he came on the screen, um, and Tabani, our assistant trainer has done a phenomenal job out there, um, helping facilitate that this morning as well. And to, to see the players reaction, um, they stood up right away and, and, and clapped for him and, you know, yelled some things to him. And it was a pretty, pretty cool exchange for a few seconds there. Thank you so much. Yeah, sure. Hey, Sean, good morning again. Um, just to follow up on that, I'm I, reading the tweet, that the announcement that you guys sent out that he had said, love you boys. Did he did he say anything else? Can you paint the picture of what was said and, and, and what else may have been exchanged there between your team and yeah. him? Yeah, Adam, so um... – and I can't remember the order of things and it was not a long interaction as you'd imagine, um, with, with his, with his situation. Um, um, but he made, uh, hand signals, hand gestures, right. Of he, the thing that <laughs> makes me laugh is, is he did this to the guys, you know, right away. And, um, he flexed, he flexed, uh, he flexed on them, I guess. And, uh, um, he's just got some staple things that they know him for and that he does. I mean, he made the heart, the heart symbol probably more than anything. Um, and then he gave him a thumbs up. So, uh, and then somewhere in the midst of, of that, and it was a little bit hard to hear, but he, as you'd imagine, he said, uh, he said, I love you boys. And, uh, of course I think I got the guys. So thank you, Sean. Hey, Sean, we heard you speak about Denny last night. We've heard you speak about Tabani this morning. Um, how important has the training staff, the medical staff as a whole been throughout this process? I mean, they're they're the unsung heroes usually of the year, making sure the entire team is ready to go. There's been a lot of injuries this year. So this season and, and really just over the last three days, how important have they been to the entire team and to, to DeMar as well? Oh, they've been incredible. Uh, Maddie, I appreciate you, you know, following up on that point. I mean, they've just been incredible and there's such a, a big, uh, a wide net for all that are, have been kind of fall under that medical team, um, term, I guess, right. With the normal day-to-day -day training staff that is here, which Denny and Tabani are a part of, um, led by Nate Bresky. Um, and, and as I mentioned, Nate earlier, Nate, along with Brandon, um, just got back yesterday from, from Cincinnati as they'd been out there the, the entire time. And Tabani uh, remains out there. Um, and then our, 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 our local team doctors based out of Buffalo uh, and their assistance in this. And um, obviously the doctors that I mentioned yesterday out there, um, the staff, it's just so many people involved, even just from a medical standpoint. Um, so we're just, 
And it was funny, I was driving to work this morning. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not, but I'll say it anyway. I'm listening to XM radio and I've got a country station on highway. It's called highway country or something like that. And who are they talking about? But Denny Kellington, um, the assistant trainer from the Buffalo bills. And I got to imagine that's a national uh, station. So um, I shared that with, with Denny this morning and he got a uh, good kick out of that. Thanks, John. Sure. Hey, Sean, um, I know you were in there when we were talking to Dane yesterday and wanted to ask you something similar of DeMar for so long has seemed so good at expressing that, you know, he loves guys, his care for people. And so I wanted to get your perspective on that of when did you kind of notice that about him of he's always been good at kind of telling guys he cares for them and then having it in such a meaningful moment today? Um. Yeah, I mean, just getting to know, it's funny, before we came on here, I was texting Pat Narduzzi, who is, uh, who is DeMar's college coach at University of Pittsburgh. And really, I'll give him a ton of credit. And for me, at least, our, obviously our scouts do a great job uh, introducing us to players and, and their backgrounds and personalities and everything. Um, having said that, Pat Narduzzi and I have a relationship. And when he says certain things about a, about a player, um, I have a great amount of trust and respect for Pat. So, so I know that they're true. And the person that, uh, certainly the player that Pat was describing to me and also then the, uh, the player, but, but the person he was describing has, um, was very accurate in terms of who DeMar is as a person. And, um, I just can't thank him enough, uh, for him really beginning this relationship for me personally with Damar, um, I don't know, a year and a half ago at this point, roughly. So, um, but the relationship that he has with Dane is, as you saw, is, uh, runs deep and, um, he has a similar relationship, obviously for not as long of a time with, with many in our building here. He's just an infectious young man with an infectious personality. Thanks. All right. That's head coach Sean McDermott to address the media this morning after we had learned that DeMar Hamlin addressed his teammates via FaceTime from the UC Medical Center with the assistance of assistant athletic trainer Tapani Richards, who has been with him uh, at his bedside since he checked into that hospital Monday night. GM Brandon Bean also out there in Cincinnati up until last evening when he flew back to Buffalo and now back in town. Um, Super, super cool. I mean, can you imagine being a player, Steve? You're going into your... Friday morning team meeting, the head coach comes up to the front of the room and says, we have a treat for you. And then all of a sudden on the screen is DeMar Hamlin and he's flexing on you from his hospital bed. Yeah, that's, I can't imagine how uplifting that is. Yeah, that's pretty big. Uh, You can imagine what, what the room was like. I can imagine what the room was like. Awesome. Um, Not only for their relief about DeMar, but also the affection they have for each other in the room right then. So, yeah, those are that's pretty good. Mo- that's a pretty special moment to think about. As Steve mentioned at the top of the show, there are going to be special measures taken league wide to honor Demar Hamlin for this weekend's games across the NFL. And essentially, there is going to be a pregame moment of support. The NFL distributed a public address announcement that clubs are encouraged to read prior to the national anthem as a unified show of support. For DeMar, the first responders, and the medical caregivers, basically it's going to ask 
fans uh, to honor them in a moment of support and cheer. And, you know, it's going to be a, a loud kind of moment of recognition, cheering DeMar's recovery as well as the medical people who were responsible for saving his life as well as his recovery. There will also be field painting. All clubs, home and away, may outline the number three on each 30-yard line number on the field in either Buffalo Bills red or Bills blue. We already saw the Jacksonville Jaguars tweet out their painting of the threes on their field for their home game this weekend. During warm-ups, all players throughout the league will have the option to wear black Nike T-shirts displaying Love for DeMar 3. During warm-ups here in Buffalo, Bills players will wear a similar, similar Nike shirt, but it'll be in the team's royal blue color, and there will be new era hats embroidered with the 3 on them provided to Bills football personnel to wear during warm-ups as well. And then finally... Number three jersey patches will be worn by the Bills this weekend on their uniform just below the shoulder. Um, fans across the league will also continue to be encouraged to support DeMar's GoFundMe fundraiser at his Chasing M's Foundation, which is now over $7.6 million raised. Pretty remarkable. Yeah. And the only <laughs> the only way this is going to be any more poignant is if the score ends up being 33-3. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'll take it I'm as long t- as the Bills I'm have 33. It's 33-3 Bills. Okay, right? put it on a whiteboard. Yeah, put it on the whiteboard. Um, um, yeah, that's uh, – and I know the, the, the league gets criticized up and down because it's so big and so prevalent and so much happens to it. And But um, I – I got to say, this is one of the times where they, I feel like they handled it really well. Um, I know it's, it's our team, and we talk about them all the time, and we cover them, but the league has has jumped on board with it, and I think they did. It's the right thing to do. So I'm, you know, I'm proud of not only proud of the team like Brandon Bean, but also a little bit of the NFL for jumping through hoops on a very quick notice. And this league, we all take it for granted. It's a behemoth. And to get anything done fast is really hard. Speaking of getting things done fast, the AFC playoff seedings with an amended procedure was approved. How close was the vote? We will tell you when we come back. We have to take a break here, but plenty more coming your way here on One Bills Live, including some comments from players today after practice, new players, not the ones we heard from last night to give us their feelings on what happened in that meeting room this morning when all of a sudden DeMar Hamlin's up on the screen flexing on him. And we also have Greg Cosell in hour number two to kind of dice up the X's and O's on this Bills-Patriots meeting number two to close out the regular season. It's all coming your way next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.